in three, two, one, and welcome everybody to, oh boy, we're so zoomed out. I did not know about that. Now you see the messy side of the room. Welcome everybody to Framecast 45. We're starting off in a prepared fashion, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, I kind of wish I could remote control the, uh, the zoom on your camera and just like, nope, back it up. Back it up. No, no, back. No, sorry. You should you should person. theoretically be able to because like this camera has got a remote control function, even though I do not have the remote control. So like if you had a remote control, you could, but then again, like I don't know if you could from your place because it's kind of far away. You probably could I'll, if you were like five feet away. Yeah, just get some lenses, you know, point it yeah. at yeah, in general direction. Yeah, it will work. Lenses. Hold it against your head. Did you ever try it out? Like if you if you have if you have ever interacted with a car with like a remote control um like button like if you hold it against your head you can extend the range of like your remote control opening and closing the car doors I'm sorry cool bullshit No it's real it's absolutely real you no, can try No I call bullshit No actually seriously bullshit. seriously it works I've tried it myself it's like it's not by a lot but like if you do, if you're just like just at a range and then you hold it to your head like you can like like yeah. it's it it works then I don't know the science behind it. Don't ask me the science behind it. But, like, it works. It's empirical evidence. I've tried out and tested as a kid. Uh-huh. Right. Should we, uh, should we get on with it today? Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to be talking about cars. How, how sorry I am if you tune in for the Framecast Car Show. That will be next week. Um, where we're Don't promise be things you're not going to commit to. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Maybe I'll have Doug Demura on while we talking about this is the latest whatever car it is. Anyway, um, we have today for you a whole variety of topics um, with some very juicy ones. And hopefully we'll be able to continue it for Twitch the entire time. So um, let's get into the overview of the topics. First off, we have the titular topic. Twitch is copy striking old Twitch clips with DMCA takedowns of copyrighted music, getting multiple established Twitch streamers almost banned i assume that there are some bans that have actually happened yeah most likely there have been like i've not like been like keeping track of like everyone that got banned but given the amount of like like fuss that's this been hap this been happening i'm pretty sure there have been people that have been banned I'm pretty given the practices that have been going on there have definitely been people been banned um it's quite a shit show actually like oh boy oh boy <laughs> i was like Anyway, let's uh, let's let's move on to, okay. to to the other topics before we uh, before we get stuck down with this one. Uh, second topic is Activision Blizzard shareholders upset of financial compensation for CEO Bobby Kotick. Is he actually like ever in the news for something good? No, not that I can remember either. Um, thirdly, we have Steam and GeForce now partner up for cloud game streaming, which could pose an interesting competitor to Google Stadia. Oh boy, remember that framecast we did about Google Stadia? Well, yeah, it it's going great. It's going real great. <laughs> so yeah, those are those are the, the topics for today. Um, that's what we're going to be getting into later. Um, first of all, though, um, what have you been playing this week? Um, I played a lot. I don't know if I said this last week. Played a lot of GTA Five over the weekend. Um, currently working on the gaming and chill for this week. Mm -hmm. uh, we recorded four and a half hours that I need to compress down into an hour and a half. <laughs> Sorry, an hour, mm -hmm. right? Um, 
like I managed to chop out a lot. There's there's some parts where it's just like, no, this is just not in at all to get rid of that hour. Um, yeah, so I played a lot of GTA Five. Really wish that the the public play wasn't such a janky mess. Um, what else have I played? I I've been. <laughs> I don't know if I should admit this. I mean, getting back into Minecraft. Ooh, ooh! Um, and there's no shame in Minecraft. There's no shame. In my, I, I was about to say, are you gonna say like, oh, I'm, I've been, I've been slaying in Fortnite. I've been like getting those fixture reels. I'm about to dye my beard blue. No, no. Uh, are you I not? I may have, I may have um, purchased a, a server or rented out a server ooh. to run a Hexit mod, uh, <laughs> so I can play with people and. Uh, the other thing that I have picked up is control on the Epic Games Store, right? Mm -hmm. So I want to I want to take a moment, if you don't mind, to express to everyone the value of the the mega sale that's currently going on. So okay. they give you a, and it's only on for today and tomorrow. So anyone that listens to this, seriously, like consider getting in on this. They give you a ten dollar voucher for any game purchase mm -hmm. right they have also got loads of their titles and they've put like them at 50 percent off and things like this so control which was 48 quid was reduced down to 24 quid and then i could redeem the 10 pound voucher to bring control from 48 quid down to 14 quid right and like that is hell of a price drop mm -hmm. and i'm having fun with the game um i wish i got more time to play with it more but yeah it's it's totally worth picking up for 14 quid if people have the um the interest to do so yeah i have to say that like Epic Games, the Epic Game Store started out really rough for me with not with me not being super excited about them, like the way they handle things. But like their sales and the way that they, the way the, the the things they offer you, is pretty good. Like not only just the amazing free games that they're that they're banning up. Uh, tomorrow seems to be like tomorrow first day. There should be like a big big game coming out as as well because most of the time when they release like small games to be free for next week it's they're, they're they don't really announce it but this time they also have like tomorrow there's like a mystery game coming so who knows what that's gonna be um but yeah that's that's really really cool um right now overcooked is live get overcooked if you don't have it yet because it's kind of really cool remember that we yeah. remember that um that like uh what was it our EGX, EGX where we um yeah. where we at first like encountered overcooked and then like talk with like the the founder of it did we talk to the founder of it yeah he he was right there um i mean like i i did like an interview with him which was super dumb because i just like gave char down like my phone i was like dude just like film us from like 10 feet away so we can get a nice shot completely forgetting about the audio and me uh, just asking dumb questions but like yeah we, he was chilling up there while we were like when we were there at the booth and then we were like playing the thing that was a uh. lot of fun Oh, cool. Man. So that's what I've been playing. What have you been playing? I've been playing. Get ready for this. You thought that you were you were edgy with your Minecraft. I have been playing Anthem. You say you've been playing Anthem. I tuned into that stream. You couldn't get the thing to work. See, that's the thing. That is the crazy thing. So, um, 
I've been playing, I'm like, so I fit two weeks ago, I went back to Anthem on stream because I was like, okay, hey, this thing has been out for like a year. Let me go try it out. Let me see what it's like. Um, I played it for only six hours when I pre-ordered it and got it and then realized, this, like, no, this is not what I thought it was. Let me build this as soon as I can. Um, but I played only six hours, like, let me go back. So I went back. Um, and it, it worked really, really, really well. And so I realized, I was like, well, I probably shouldn't, like, like, if I play Anthem, like, once or twice a week, it will probably, like, take me, like, months to get this thing done. So in my damn time, I actually started, like, playing Anthem, like, on, off stream. Like, actually, like, just, like, me playing Anthem, like, being serious. Um, and, like, trying to see what the story is like, trying to see what the conversations are like. There's some good, there's some bad, there's some ugly, there's some fun, you know. It's all right. It's not great, but it's all right. I kind of enjoyed it. So I played it for, like, Saturday a lot. And then Sunday I played it, like, also a bit. And then on Monday I was like, hell yeah, you know, we're going to finish up the story. I was very early on with my stream. Um, I was like, well, we're going to have a good two and a half to three hours to, like, finish off Anthem's story. And then we'll do some strongholds or something. I don't know. And I started up and it's just, like, it's it's running like crap. It's running like absolute crap. And that's what you saw. And I haven't been able to fix it. <laughs> good job, the internet. Well, good. actually, actually, it might be. You were talking before the stream about like um, PC hardware. Um, my laptop that I'm running it on, which is my gaming PC for streaming, um, only has eight gigabytes of RAM, and their recommended specs for the game are sixteen gigabytes of RAM. Like the minimum stack packs is sixteen gigs. So like I can see why my memory, like my memory, is the issue. I can see why it's the issue if they're like their minimum specs are sixteen gigs. But then I don't understand why it was working completely fine like four days ago. I don't know. Now, I'm sorry. 16 gig. Yes. At what point in time did the developer decide, no, this is too much cocaine I'm snorting? <laughs> because that is monumentally insane. 16 gig for a video game. Yeah, they they say minimum specs are 16 gigs, probably because people say it's like it's been poorly optimized. Um yeah, like, it's taken up all my memory. Like, I really can't run around in it anymore. I tried to complete clean reinstall and it doesn't really fix anything. So, yeah, that's the problem with Anthem. Fun thing, though, like, the fun fact about it, though, was that we spent an entire hour trying to get Anthem to run in the Anthem directory while peaking the bloody Anthem directory. Like, we were the top stream in the Anthem directory, and for an hour we couldn't get Anthem startup, and now we we're like, well, fuck it, let's just go play something else. But, yeah, we've proven if you want to become best streamer in your directory, just don't play the game. People will watch. <laughs> <laughs> so if it's a 16 day gig, uh, doesn't sound right. No, like um, I've looked it up like on Anthem forums and like Anthem Reddit and stuff. And they're like, yeah, 16 gigs is like the minimum. And I'm like, what? But like, like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know how I got it uh, wrong before. That's insane. That is utterly insane. Mm hmm. So, yeah. Anyway, that's, I'm, I'm flabbergasted. <laughs> that's what I've been playing. Um. Or not playing. Uh, so yeah, yeah, let's move on. Um, one thing I mentioned to you right before we get started was that uh, ever since we got to uh, talk about the YouTube comments that have been left for the past week, we haven't really had that many comments. We have some people say hello, so welcome everyone. Um, but we haven't really had any comments that we can come back to, so I don't know. We scared them off by replying to them. Um, guys, if you want to comment on YouTube, feel free to. We have an entire segment where we can come back to the YouTube comments, but yeah. Yeah. Hasn't happened yet. Hasn't happened yet. All right, let's get into the topics. Let's get into the main topic, 
um, that like the title is all about, and then we'll get into the other topics because I know we're like I don't know how long Twitch will leave on. So let's see. Uh, this is a good one. <laughs> so you know that time, you know that time where you're like, uh, I need to find some topics for the framecast, and like you're not quite sure what's happening, and then like you find something, and it's just like it's juicy, and you're like, yes, this is yeah. it. Well, I yeah. had a, I had I had Emil hit me up like on the Discord DMs like, hey, hey, you need to like check out your Twitch because this is happening. And I saw this show. I was like, yeah, we're gonna talk about this. So, uh, Twitch is copy striking old Twitch clips with DMCA takedowns of copyrighted music, getting multiple established Twitch streamers almost or completely banned. So, Sunday night, last Sunday night, which has been like the seventh of April of June, seventh of June, twenty twenty, mm. established Twitch streamers like uh, Fussly with. Oh, with about 300,000 followers. Admiral Baru with about uh, 770,000 followers. And a lot more streamers of various sizes took to Twitter to let people know that they had received DMCA copyright strikes against their channel for copyrighted music that had been found in their clips. Now, this took them all by surprise because unlike people on YouTube, Twitch people aren't really quite used to copyright and stuff and being copy striked. Um, Twitch clips... If for those of you who don't know, uh, are like these short video clips that are made of previously live streamed content that can be created by either the streamer or any of their viewers while they're streaming live. So if you're watching this live on Twitch, there's like a little little like clip icon, like a little like video clip icon right there. You can click on it and we'll save like the last 40 seconds of what we've just said and it will save that forever on this channel. And then like you can come back to it and you can like make compilations of it or whatever. Um, it's been a Twitch stream for like quite some time. Um, however, so because of that, based on how long a streamer has been streaming and like how many viewers they have that are making clips actively, well, they can have like a insane number of clips like over time. Like people have been saying, like we have, I have over a hundred thousand clips on my channel. Uh, most of the time, these things aren't really moderated because they're not really the streamers' content. It's like you know, you guys make them, random people make them. Like I don't know, I've never really go up to a streamer and like watch their clips, but hey, they're there. However, as I said, Twitch and copyright hasn't really been the same as YouTube and copyright because, like, it's always been kind of a gray area on Twitch where uh, they've always said, like, it's not it's not allowed, but if you were streaming with, like, radio on, if you were streaming with your Spotify playlist, like, you weren't taken down, and just in your videos afterwards, like, your copyrighted music was just muted. So most people, for the longest time, just went with it. Um, there, I, I know many, many streamers that have gotten big, gotten partnered, and just continue to play, like, song requests on, just continue to play, like, Spotify playlists, just all sorts of music. So, um, people weren't too worried, I think, because this has never been enforced, and Twitch files, Twitch videos, the entire stream, like, afterwards was, like, muted on the spot to where there was copyrighted music. But I don't think ever, anyone ever thought about, like, the clips, because in the clips, if you have copyrighted music, that shit is muted. Like, you can still hear the song. And that is where the copy strikes went to. And there were a lot. So, like, over time, many uh, Twitch streamers have, of course, moved to some copyright-free music or licensed music, although many still use their Spotify with uh, Spotify for songs. Um, and since clips are safe forever and don't do not mute copyrighted material, many Twitch streamers have gotten in trouble and gotten almost permabanned from this side for this. So, um, what, it, what it seems to be from Twitch support tweeting out, it seems that, like, some studio came around and said to Twitch, like, hey, we want you to uh, take down all this content, which has our... Uh, our, our content in it and everyone that had it just got striked and got so many strikes that they could get banned. So Twitch recommends very, very security. Delete uh, all your clips. Every single one of them. Actually, just delete all your content because then you're safe. So yeah. <laughs> what do you think? This is, this is this is fucking ridiculous. This is um, like 
the music industry has always been like really heavy-handed when it comes to piracy and things mm -hmm. like this but they're asking for such ludicrous prices the the ways to get you know like the what was it the whole music wasn't readily accessible until platforms like itunes and things came around mm -hmm. you know the equivalent to steam for video games yeah and or the equivalent of Steam for music, rather. But the the silly thing is that you know the the prices for music are just like so unreasonable, right? the The amount of money that has been shown to go to an artist compared to that of what goes to the record label is it's astronomical, mm -hmm. right? And a lot of this, a lot of this draconian thinking of we can charge whatever we want has really led to the 90s and the noughties where people have been pirating music left, right, and center. We, you know, um, I don't know how old you were when the era of Napster came about. I don't even, do you know of Napster? I've not used it myself, so... But you know of it. Yeah, I know of like similar sites. Yeah, so like the so the whole point was that the the traffic was root is peer to peer, um, what's it called Sh file sharing things like that. The viruses were, you know, limitless. That you had, God, I think, Kazar was one, LimeWire. Oh yeah, good old LimeWire. It's it was like, yeah. hey, get your songs for free, and like you you can download it for free. And who knows, you might get a virus with it. But you know, you get yeah. a song for free, and will probably be very crappy quality. Yeah, like that was that was a big thing. Like I remember, like I was like super surprised that um, things like Netflix or um, Spotify even took off because I was very much under the assumption that like the reason that people wouldn't like get their content for free online was because they just thought it was a way easier to like buy physical things and they didn't know about online i was like well if you want to push a model of like people getting things online why would they like not just get it for free if they're already going online you know going for the effort of going online uh luckily people are not doing that anymore for like the people that are creating the content and like getting paid for like the things that they're actually making um but like it's 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 a tough situation because um i am not a big fan i'd like i don't listen to any mainstream music that much anymore you know you know i'm the kind of like edgy kids that doesn't go mainstream uh, um but like the thing is like i most of my time listening to music is spent listening to music that like um that's like the copyright free music that i use they use in my videos i listen to some music that like youtubers make and stuff because even though that may not that may not be the best that's that's things that like go around in my world of like reference that i'm like watching i'm watching a lot of youtube um and the thing is like the only way that i've like the, the, the reason why i like to listen where, where i like to listen to that as opposed to like the, the mainstream studio stuff is because like i can't work with the mainstream studio stuff it's like i can't put it in my videos i can't be listening to it and be like oh yeah that's a cool thing that i can like create something with or like oh that's something cool that i just saw into like that I, I can attach meaning to oh i saw it in this person's video like you know the um, crap rave like the crap rave song like i was that's such a good yeah. song because like I instantly like attach that to like the time that PewDiePie hit like 70 million subscribers and like he used that for his intro. Um, when like, you know, there have been so many people that have been using that song for so many good memes. We are number one. 
like it's such a song that has such a sentimental value for me because it was used like as this meme widespread and everyone was using it. It was amazing. However, like because music companies don't allow that and they strike everyone down that uses it, like I don't grow that attachment to the songs. So, like I don't think like when it comes to like spreading this, spreading your song, spreading awareness to your song, getting you like your song like being used and being listened to, it's probably not the best tactic, especially like in a new, in the new world, the brave new world where we are moving to like YouTube and Twitch for a lot of like our content consumption. Um, however, the problem is like I've been given it's a bit of a think. Um, it's like, how would you, how would you go about like distributing your music down? Because like on the one hand, like I really like when it comes to like someone like PewDiePie or other YouTubers that tend to say like, hey, you know, I create my uh, my song, I don't put copyright on it, so like you use it in any reasonable ways. So if you like make a meme out of it, if you review it, I won't bother you. But like if you like re-upload it straight away, like I'll probably bother you about it. Um, which like I really like as an approach, but like how do you enforce that legally? Because, like, it's really tough if you're, like, saying, like, hey, you can use this, like, remix or play it on the back of your of, of your thing. Uh, but, like, what, what what if people start, like, re-uploading it? That sort of shit. So, like, I think that, like, when it comes to, like, this stuff, it's, like, it's really, really tough to enforce it if, you like, you really want to, like, make your income out of it and you don't want to be dependent on, like, a Patreon, which, like, the most of the music industry just isn't these days. Like, they don't want to go there because they kind of have, like, a safe job right now. I think... A lot of the problem is that um, the fields that we go into are very public, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, if, if we want to listen to music, you know, everyone has to listen to the music. So, whenever I'm... The only time that I can ever listen to music is when I'm coding, right? Mm -hmm. I, can't, I can't listen to music while I'm video editing. Mm -hmm. uh, I can't listen to music while I'm sleeping. Um, I'm too concerned about listening to music while I'm walking down the street. So the only time I ever listen to music, I love listening to my music, is while coding. Mm -hmm. And there are plenty of people out there that are content creators, that are Twitch streamers, so on and so forth. And the only time that they can actually listen to music is when, you know, the when while they're streaming mm -hmm. but one thing that i think would be smart and wise of twitch right is having a music service right so you can stream the music that twitch has guaranteed safe to stream right mm -hmm. or alternatively you could have music that you can use for your personal use, but stream won't, sorry, Twitch will not play it to everyone else, right? Again, like, you know, that would be good. Um, I, on, on a similar note, Joey asked me to build him a Twitch plugin, mm -hmm. um, which is an overlay, right, that um, allows people to control the music that they're listening to separately from Twitch over the, um, like as an independent component from Twitch, mm -hmm. right? Um, and literally, I got the email uh, while we started this, like, you know, so probably about 30 minutes ago, and I read it, and it basically says, No, you can't do this. I'm not why it's it's completely separate it's it's off 
It's off the platform. It's music off the platform, which is what you want. Well, who's sending right? you this email? Twitch. Oh, okay. Well, like... Right? So in order to, do, uh, to get an extension uh, live, you have to have it approved. But yeah. they won't approve it because it has content outside of um, Twitch. It's like, yes, but that's what you wanted. Well, like... That's, you know... Well, like, the thing is, is that, like, they had, like... This is this is pretty much like a like a copyright issue. So like you're not allowed to to like play this music while streaming because it's someone else's content. So like it's not that they're saying like oh yeah just like because we can't offer it you can go do it somewhere else because like that's not really no. like the way that the rules are supposed to work. Um, no, no, no. It won't be through the Twitch platform. That's the point. Yeah, but I don't right? think. But but like the thing like the, the 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 way that I see it is that like it's not that Twitch is like. Oh yeah, like we can't offer this, so like we'll like we'll let you reference it, like link link people off the platform for that. It's like they they're just like no. It's it's the same way that like if you go on Netflix, that like Netflix would allow a plugin that would allow you to like download the full movie like for free while you're on Netflix. It's like oh, you want to download this movie for free? Like well, here you go. It's like that's I, they wouldn't do that. I wouldn't say that's a direct comparison. Um, going down the avenue you're comparing it to. I would argue it's the same um, if Netflix wouldn't let you watch the movie, right? You can't watch the movie on Netflix, yeah, but, and you can't but, download but the, the movie. But the thing is, is that like Netflix can show, can only show you movie that they, movies that they have licensed, like the music that like you you might be potentially streaming because like we're talking about like a music player that isn't necessarily inherently playing like yeah. copyrighted songs but the thing is is like if you want to play non-copyrighted songs if you want to play songs you have the right to twitch is not limiting you to do that twitch is just saying you can't um like play songs which are like not your actually not you know not your not, not your own but which, which aren't songs that you have the rights to which they've set forever um but are now enforcing but they don't know that they don't know that. They don't know what songs it is. Yeah. So right? then, so, but but then, like, if they are allowing you already to like stream to like play the songs, I mean, like, the argument that you're proposing, I think the main argument Joey has, like, I have people that listen to Twitch that don't want to listen to music. I have people that listen to Twitch that do want to listen to music. So I want to like facilitate both avenues. So I think that that's mm -hmm. always been like his goal. Um, and now he's also dodged the big bullet at the same time. Um, but like. Like it's a tough sell for Twitch because like you like these platforms don't want things to branch off of them like very much. Um, but getting back to like getting back to like the, the Twitch thing in, uh, specifically when it comes to like people being bad being hit like really really bad like this was a lot of a lot of like like chaos and juice on Twitter. Um, I was just, I was honestly just sitting there like you know that feeling where you're like you're kind of supposed to be feeling like. Um, sad and like annoyed and angry for people but like at the same time yeah, you yeah. can't help but like smile and be like i told you i knew this shit would happen because yeah. like about two or three years ago twitch came around and set like and, and actually like dmca strike people live on air for like playing one copyrighted song and people got like a little bit scared and then they all started back going playing their copyrighted songs again and I was at that point, like, I really enjoyed doing song requests, like, so that people could, like, send in their songs via song requests and be like, oh, yeah, here, this is, like, a really cool song to listen to. Uh, but since I heard that, I was like, okay, I'm not having any of that. So I got rid of everything in my um, in my library. I got rid of song requests. I filled all up with, like, copyright-free music. I've been doing that for, like, the past uh, couple of years. So I barely had to delete, like, any clips, like, maybe, like, a handful of, like, when I just started streaming and was playing, like, like, not my own songs, but like I've been really, really glad that I've made I've made that switch, um, and See, it's like kind of like you could have seen it coming. 
Yeah, I mean, but one of the shitty things that they've done here is that instead of just going, oh, let's just delete the clips and then tell them we've deleted the clips, it, it's just like, no, we're going to copyright strike you. I'm like, what the fuck? Well, right? I, like, I, I think it's been, it's been like a number of systems that have collided, um, which wasn't, which was completely unexpected. So first of all, like my first suspicion is that this wasn't Twitch's doing. This was like a studio doing it. So like Twitch has never really enforced it because they've like, I think they've been of the mindset like, hey, if anyone wants to have like their, like do the copyright strike thing, like you got to come to us and tell us what you want gone. Like we're not going to get it gone for you. Cause like, why would we? Um, basically what every platform kind of does, but YouTube already automatically does it now. So like, I think this music kind of label or whatever, whatever person came up to Twitch and said like, Hey, we want it all taken down under like our, our rights. Um, and it did because like, that's what they're supposed to do immediately or they, or they lose their safe Harbor rights. So basically like they did it straight away. However, it was way more clips than it's ever been done before. Uh, it impacted way more of the site than ever before. And because of that, like, I think that a lot of people have, overlooked clips like i don't think anyone has ever thought of clips being like a thing that could be copyright or even like hold the copyrighted material or even be in such a plentiful bountiful like amount on the site like i didn't even think about it like i barely think about my clips on twitch but bada bing bada boom here's a lot of like short little videos with all copyrighted content ready to be struck down um so like you have the system like Someone comes in, tells Twitch, you got to take that down right now. Twitch hit the button of, like, taking it down. The system, like, finds all these videos that need to be taken down. And you probably have another system that says, hey, if you have so many instances of, like, you breaking copyright and, like, uh, having, like, so many videos or so many instances of, like, you having, like, this copyright thing against you, you get a strike. You get a strike, you get a strike, you get a bam, you get a permaban. So now all of a sudden, like, because one company comes in, you have these multiple systems that, like, act in such a way that... Oh shit, here are clips that no one has ever, has ever thought of. Oh shit, here we go. And now people are all being banned because of like this system that's in place. I can very well see that happening. Um not so much with like the with not so much the intent of like, oh, let's ban everyone. Um, even though like it would have been nice if people had been notified even like a little bit before and like, hey, this get rid of this. A part of me is super duper confused by mm -hmm. Twitch. Right? Okay. Um like so okay so question for you yeah right if you know the answer mm -hmm. do you know if a record label came to twitch and said you have to take this down or did twitch and um so what's called implement a new system no that discovered so that all these people uh had clips with copyrighted material someone came to twitch so like Twitch, uh, Twitch tweeted, this is the first time we've received mass DMCA claims against clips. We understand it's been stressful and we're working on solutions. So like um, what they're saying here is like they receive like basically a platform um, the way that as far as I understand it, it's like a platform receives like this DMCA claim yeah. against itself. And then it and then it needs to act immediately to remove that content from its side. Otherwise, so, they'll be held responsible. So Twitch wasn't the one yeah. that said like we're deleting this. But someone came to so, Twitch. So, when you have these DMCA claims, mm -hmm. you have to um, provide evidence um, saying, like, you know, this person, uh, Sunny Knight. Um, sorry, no, that's Sunday night. Uh, sorry, I haven't got my glasses on right a second. Um, Fusli, Admiral, uh, Baru, you know, all these people that have actually had this. They had to have said, right, this person has these clips that have our copyrighted music. 
right? Um, the only way I can see that happening is if someone built something, uh, a special tool to check the clip against the music catalog. That's not particularly hard, especially when Twitch provides an API that allows you to hook into all of this stuff so mm -hmm. readily. Yeah. Right? Twitch's API is super loose compared to that of um, YouTube. Yes. Yeah. And um, what was I going with this? Uh, well, YouTube? like the, the API is so much more open that you can easily. Oh, like, sorry. I was going to say Twitter. Twi I was going to say Twitter. Not, not, Twitter. not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like Twitter, you have a limited number of requests you can make per. 15 minute window mm -hmm. uh youtube you have a limited number of requests you can make per day right yeah. um twitch as far as i can tell has no limit on the requests right yeah. which to me is crazy because you could ddos yeah. them so easily anyway so you could go through and iterate through all you know and it makes me feel that this these record labels they've just been piling up this list of you know and then just waiting right this this, this seems healthy enough to just shut but they would have to um, send them. These are all the instances. These are all the uh, pieces of evidence. Twitch could have easily gone in, given the evidence, and gotten rid of all the um, the the clips themselves. Don't you think the it's more thing... likely than it, that it was like a content ID system like YouTube? Like you know, they 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 come in and they say like we've we've detected like these instances of our content on your platform please remove yes, but, all our content yeah that's what that's what i mean right yeah. but it's an external content id thing not an internal one well i right? i would assume that like like they already have an internal one because they are they can already detect when you've played copyrighted music right after your stream because right after your stream is done like mm. twitch uploads the entire thing as like a video and like it will already have like the segments where like there was copyrighted music they, they will already have that muted like entirely muted so the thing won't yeah. be played so like i think that they already have that in there and like what you say why the fuck didn't they just do it themselves i don't understand because like, like I... because i don't think like they've ever followed the clips or maybe no one considered the clips or like i i, I don't know no, but why but the thing is is like logic... this was yeah, go ahead. The logic that goes through my head, right? Mm -hmm. I am chief engineer of Twitter, right? Yeah. Sorry, Twitch. Apologies. Yeah. Wrong platform. Twitch, right? I see 10,000 cases of copyrighted uh, used on the platform, right? My responsibility is that if I don't get rid of them, then we're going to get sued, right? So why don't I just get rid of them? Why am I putting it on the people that put Be the because you know, like, because like I think their approach was very much like like OG YouTube, where it's like, hey, uh, like like we have this system in place that if you own content, like if you own content and your content is being violated, you come to us and you tell us to get rid of it, and we'll get rid of it for you as compliant with as compliant with like the law. Uh, but if you don't tell us it's your content and you don't tell us to get rid of it, like. We're not gonna please anything. We're just we're just telling in our terms of service you're not allowed to do this. We're like you're not allowed to do this. If someone comes around and tells us to take it down, we'll take it down. And we have the system where like if we take down so much content, which is a violation, we'll give you a strike. We'll give you a ban uh, because you're not allowed to do it. But we're not gonna like police it for every single one of uh, every single one of the people that might be in violation. Oh no no that might have rights to anything because like if we're, if our job becomes that we're gonna like have to 
like scour the entire internet, all the databases for like whoever might have some right to some piece of music and then scour our entire like database to like see if we have that. Like that's going to be a hell of a job. So like we might as well just like have you come to us and like tell us what to take down. We'll take it down according to the law. So I think that that's been their approach. And I think they've been like at the same time more than happy for years on end to like let a majority of their streamers just get away with, oh, yeah, we're just playing our Spotify playlists with our most played songs and like our top 40 playlists of like what's right uh, right now on our stream like many many people did that I'm, i wouldn't say like i wouldn't give a number of like half of it or half of the streamers doing that because i didn't have the numbers of it but as far as i in my opinion as i felt like as i was going for the site probably half of the people were just like playing their spotify playlists so it was not uncommon and twitch was definitely aware of it but they just didn't do anything about it whether that's good I, or bad i feel i feel this is a case of they knew it was going to happen, mm -hmm. and they decided the best course of action was to let it happen. Mm -hmm. It was let it... Um... Sorry, I'm trying to think. I think they would have known that this could happen. Mm-hmm. And it was more profitable for them not to preemptively prevent it from happening, but to just let it happen and then say sorry later. Well, I, like, yeah, like, and this this is an attitude of a lot of corporations. But, 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 like, I don't think necessarily it's a problem of Twitch itself because, like, like I don't think that you can reasonably expect any like company to go out and check for every single possible person that might have some right to some music and then check with them be like hey you might have music that might play on our platform like with our millions and millions of users you are we okay with that are you not like i don't even think youtube does that i think that youtube like as youtube grew like first of all like they had no like there was no copy striking or anything uh because like big companies weren't interested in it and then youtube became so big that right now like they have that they have it all the time like they have systems that immediately flag it i think that twitch was pretty much in its infancy where like for the longest time these music labels didn't care and twitch didn't care either um and like does that mean like that's because of laziness or like monetary and like i think that like for sure like they knew that people were playing like just playing like radio stations on twitch like they were pretty much doing that while playing playing a stream um did they knew that that was going on? Did they knew that that was like a thing that could probably get these streamers in trouble? Yes, most likely. If you looked at YouTube, like if you looked at you, if you looked at YouTube three years ago, how how hard people were being struck down. If you looked at Twitch and people were just like playing songs right there, I already knew that this shit was gonna happen at some point. I think Twitch also knew that it was gonna happen at some point. But as long as they didn't get strikes, it's like, uh, or, or as long as they didn't get claims at their door, it's like it's not their problem. And they're telling in the TOS, they're saying to everyone, "Hey, this is forbidden. You should not do this. If you do this, you could get banned." If we get a claim, like they did, they're probably left out. If you if we get a claim, but they now they got a claim, and like yeah, we told you guys you weren't allowed to do it. Like I mean, like I can I, I can see like what you're saying, where it's like hey, you know, uh, they could have like already preemptively stricken it down. But at the same time, like I'm also like I don't think it's reasonable to expect of a platform to like go out of their way and like try to and like police the rights of um like copyright holders if. Like, because there's so many of them. Like, you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do the task of them. And honestly, like, the, the way that YouTube's copyright, the copy strike system, copyright system has been shipped for years. Like, I mean, like, I'm, I was kind of glad with the way that Twitch was. I am kind was kind of glad that they kind of, like, let things slide. It's like, uh, that doesn't mean I, like, I encourage people to, like, go out and, like, 
break copyright rules but like at the same time it's like as we said it's like it's kind of moronic that people can't like share their favorite songs because like it's such a like popular medium right now for which like these cultural things are being shared and right now like music companies are just like no we don't want to be part of that we don't want people to listen to us and it's like yeah i mean i can see that i can see that on both points but like yeah it's i think it's a little bit more nuanced than twitch just being like oh let's just get them banned for profit i think they were just like you know if time comes, we'll see. Uh, we encourage people to not do it, but like if they do it, like we're not going to stop no, them I because mean, who are we to stop them? I, I, sorry, I, I, I just realized that what I said was um, not accurate enough. What I mean is that people, sorry, Twitch went, oh, we could preemptively prevent this negative thing from happening, or we could say, don't do this thing, let them do it, earn a truck ton of money. Then pay a fraction of that back, saying, "Whoops, we're sorry." You know, it's it like I yeah, I don't but, know. I, I it feels shitty to me that well, like the people in control could have done something to rectify this or prevent it, and clearly they didn't. Well, like on the one hand, I, on the on the one hand, I agree. On the other hand, like it's kind of it's. It's kind of like if you want to like enforce like the law by yourself as long like while you're not instructed to. So like, um, as far as like I understand, it's like as long as like the moment that someone that has the rights to their content like puts in a claim, you have to by law like get rid of it. But before that, like you can't do that as a platform as long as you like you do, you haven't had it happen before because like you don't know who has the right to everything. Like, you don't know, like, like you can't possibly track down everyone. So the moment people come in and they want it stricken up from the platform, you go with them because, like, that's what you're supposed to do. But otherwise, you can be like, yeah, I didn't know because, like, how am I supposed to know? Because I'm running my own platform here. I don't know about that. So, like, if you come in and you say, that's mine, we'll get rid of it forever. So, like, at this, like taking that idea and taking it then to, like, some, uh, like, like, more, like, law in general, like, I'm kind of glad that Twitch, like, left this freedom and weren't, like, policing it um, so much as, like, they're already policing things right now. Because can you imagine if, like, every company, like, YouTube or Twitch was, like, let's just, like, every law that, like, any, 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 any country has that could potentially, like, they could potentially come after us. Let's just enforce that already. So, like, you can't speak bad of China. You can't speak bad about this. You can't say uh, bad it, words. It, like, just... like. Like it's it's the same but, thing. Like if you already preemptively like striking the, this thing, who are the people that are suffering the most for this? Right? It's not Twitch. It's not the record labels. It's the streamers. The streamers with their warnings, with their "We're going to ban you." Right? Well, the, well like why? It wasn't their turn. Like, like to be honest, like it was literally in their terms of service. Like they were they were telling them like anyone would like. The thing that I feel is like if you had like an idea of what you were doing, if you know about creating content, if you know about YouTube and like the copy strike system, you know that if I'm gonna, if you're gonna be playing copyrighted music on your stream, like you don't own that shit. You do not own the song that you're playing. That you can't play that for people. Um, but you like you were like you could do it, but like you kind of knew you were wrong. It's like you were doing like you were actively choosing by yourself to do this. Twitch just wasn't coming after you, just like YouTube wasn't coming after you in the, in the in the early days when you were uploading like lyric videos of like popular songs and you weren't copy strike for it. Like you could actually make money of that. That wasn't right. You knew that wasn't right, but you could do that because YouTube wasn't like actively policing it until like the 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 the, the music labels came in because YouTube became so notable that they were like, "Okay, well let's go in and like claim all this shit." 
it's like I'd rather really... have I'd rather have the situation that like the platform is like we're hands off until like someone comes in and by law forces us to, to force our hand than that like our platforms go around and try to police every single potential law just in case someone some country or some like right holder might come in and say hmm yeah no we I want you to enforce it because in that case like we're we're going to start enforcing like everything even though we don't need to we're so gonna... so there was a law that yeah. Um, was potentially going to get passed. I don't know if Trump did it or not. Mm -hmm. uh, and this law stated that either the um, the platform could manipulate the content on itself. So basically, Twitter or YouTube could shadow ban people, mm -hmm. um, delete tweets, yeah. ban accounts, so on and so forth if they wanted to but then they were responsible for all of the content on it yeah or alternatively they waived the right to administrate platform mm -hmm. and the responsibility is on the user right yeah so for example um if this law had passed the the music label could not turn to Twitch and try and sue them. They would have to uh, sue every single individual uh, user. Yeah. Right. And I really wish this law would pass because then Twitch wouldn't be able to put it on the the content creators as much as. Um, what you call it? Twitch wouldn't be able to uh, manipulate the system. Now, Twitch I mean, I mean, I mean, feels like. Hold on, Twitch feels like a more just platform than YouTube or Twitter, right? YouTube, we have seen people get shadow banned. Twitter, we have seen um, what you call it? Uh, political allegiances, delete accounts, and things like this. You know those are uh, platforms that manipulate the messages on the actual platform. But Twitch, does Twitch do it? I, not that I know of. Ooh, uh, you know, for the sake of honesty, uh, like, I'm, like, I don't care if I don't get Twitch partnered or not <laughs> because of this. Yeah. But, yeah, no, they're, they're very infamous for it. Because, like, the thing with Twitch is Twitch is, like, as I said, Twitch is, like, a really young, young platform. Like, this is something which we've been through with YouTube as well. Where like yeah. with YouTube you were fine with uploading a copyrighted content and then one day you were you weren't. Um Twitch is very young and especially over the past few years, Twitch has been very much like a personal platform run. So like 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 like, like the thing is like if you want to like get yourself partnered on Twitch, if you wanna like get favors on Twitch, get to the front page on Twitch, um like no, they're not decided by algorithm. Like popular TV shows aren't really pushed as much on YouTube uh, as much as they are on YouTube. But like, if you want to get somewhere on Twitch, like one of the best ways of going about, it, aside from like doing a lot of like good work and like working very hard, yeah, um, it's just knowing people, knowing the right people, and having right. people like you. And like, if you have like, there have been many stories that I've seen that I've heard of that, in my opinion, seemed as though uh, people were banned because people, the people that were in charge did not like their content and they just banned them. So Twitch has not been a very safe platform when it comes to when it comes to um like neutrality as far as I'm concerned in my opinion. Uh yeah, like um you can look it up on YouTube, you can see very you can see many many stories where 
many where different Twitch streamers, like let's say for example, um, there was this case where I think this streamer is called Alinity. Like I really don't follow her or whatever, uh, but like this streamer is like partner makes a lot of money for Twitch and like uh, had many times where like they uh, gave their cat whiskey, they threw around their cat, abused the cat, and never got banned. And then other people like like did something with their pets and then like they got banned instantly. So like there is very much like different takes towards different people on Twitch. It's, it's like it's very much like a personal platform thing. So like I wouldn't go that far. Um, when it comes to 2.2, when it comes to like this law that you were talking about, they kind of like this system is already kind of in place when it comes to like the copyright stuff. Um, when it comes to I think what the law is trying to like enact, uh, which isn't in place yet, is that like if you look at YouTube, if you look at Twitter, um, if you look at like these platforms, which uh, which like put themselves forward as like town squares, but for some people seem to be like very editorial and like the content that they push, like let's take a look at YouTube where like a lot of like TV content is like being pushed forward and like a lot of edgy content is being pushed downward. Like that's not really an open town square because like not everyone has the same opportunity to rise to like rise to the trending page or rise to the front page or get the same amount of support as other content. Not because of like how well it performs, but just because the content isn't preferred by the platform. Now that is like an editorial thing. That is something where like if I control a newspaper, then I edit what comes in front and like I am responsible for what's for what's on there. Now YouTube and Twitter, as you say, are kind of like taking this position. And like if they do that, then like that's fine. But then they then like if they do that, then they should also be responsible for their entire platform. That's what the law says. And like if they don't want to be responsible for their entire platform, then they should also not be pushing things like up which they like because like if you want to be an open platform. It should be an open platform, which I very much support that law. However, when it comes to like the safe harbor idea for copyright claims right now, it's pretty much the same way. It's like you as a platform are completely fine having like you're like you're shielded from like your copyrighted material that's on there. Like you're shielded from it um, as long as someone notices that their, their copyright material is on there. And like when they tell you to like take it down, you immediately take it down. If you don't, then you become responsible. So, like, that's also what Article 14 has been trying to take, get rid of. They're trying to say, like, oh, that's not the case. Like, they're, like, platforms are responsible no matter what. So, like, if anyone, like, has any claim to any right, then, like, they're going to, like, be able to sue the platform. Right now, they can't. Because, like, even if it's been on there for a long time, if I come in right now, it's like, oh, shit, I just noticed that, like, my content's on there. And I come to YouTube or I come to Twitch and tell them, like, hey, my content's on there. Would you like to take that down with, like, a DMCA claim? They're like, yes. No problem with them. But if they're just going to be like, oh, 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 and they don't take it down, then I can sue them. So, like, that's already in place. And, like, they're complying to that right now. It's just that, like, the Twitch streamers themselves haven't, like, have been breaking the copyright law for a long time, which wasn't enforced on Twitch. Yeah. I think this is too much of a morally gray area um and i think it is very corporately bent uh, it's corrupted and i feel that the system as it is the 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 greater system right the the whole capitalist um mentality it is too focused on screwing over the little man 
than doing what is best for everyone. Because if people, if platforms like Twitch are able to detect your playing copyrighted music live, then why can't they detect it uh, in benefit for the streamer? Well, like, like, like the thing is, like, I don't necessarily agree entirely on that because, especially in this case, um, Twitch has pretty much been like we say you're not allowed to like do this thing which is illegal which is like use online like things that you don't own the rights to like you you're not allowed to use that by law um you're not allowed to do that we said in our terms of service however we're not going to punish you for it because we are not like in a position to punish you for it because like it's not our content so as long as like like it's it's pretty much like let's say that you're cheating on a test like what you're saying right here is like uh like well, I'm not going to say what you're saying right here because I don't want to put words in your mouth. But basically, like, you got to say it like this. Like, cheating on a test is not allowed. And, like, I am, let's say, like, let's say, like I am Twitch. Like, I say, I'm sitting next to you in a test and I'm Twitch. Okay? And, like, you know, like, like I tell you, hey, man, cheating on a test is not allowed. So, like, if you're going to do it and you get caught, like, I can't do anything for you. So, like, as long as you do it and, like... I'm not going to say anything because, like, it's not in my position to say anything about it. But the moment that, like, the teacher asks me, like, hey, is Drew cheating? Like, i got to say yes because if I say no, then I'm lying and then I'm culpable. So, like, that's basically what Twitch has been. So Twitch has kind of, like, been, like, hey, you know, you're not allowed to do this. You're not allowed to do this. But, like, we're not going to do this. And, like, we're, like, we're not going to, like, really, like, you know, do anything about it because, like, otherwise, like, we would be, like, ruling you down for something which, like, we don't have to do, which would be like even more oppressive towards like the, the streamer. Like if like, that's the same thing. If YouTube were to like be super strict about every possible thing or Twitch were to be super strict, about every possible thing that could potentially hold up in any court around the world, like you would be so restricted. Um, but they're like, Hey, you're free to go. But the moment that we have to like go out and be like, tell them the truth. Like we got to tell them the truth. We, we, we got to give them how it is. Um, so like you had like since 2017, since 2016, since ever since ever Twitch has been around, you had the time to go around and say, hey, I'm not going to do copyrighted stuff anymore. I'm not going to do and break my, like, break copyright law. But, like, people still did. Now, I don't, like, the thing with when it comes to, like, um, we haven't seen many DMCA takedowns of live streams. Um, Twitch videos have always been muted. I think that no, mostly my, clips have what? been something that's been overlooked because it's in Twitch's best interest for you to have clips on your channel so you can show these clips to like people around or people that are new to your channel while you're not live can look at the clips and be like, oh, this is a great stream, you know? So it's in their best interest that you have clips on their channel. I think that they've been also taken by surprise because if their only solution is to tell you like, oh, delete all your content, like that's not what they want. That is probably not what they want, but it's probably like their last solution that they have. It's like, oh shit, like if you don't want to get any more claims against you, like the only thing that we can tell you is like delete everything because we don't have any tools that measure for you to like, you know, sit through every, like, one of your million clips that might have any content in them. So, like... But my is, right? Yeah. Who is it that is liable? Who is it that will be sued by the record labels? Is it the users or is it Twitch? I think um, if Twitch keeps it up, if Twitch doesn't immediately, like, strike things down, it will be Twitch. Well, I can tell you it's Twitch because Twitch are the ones that uh, receive the DMCA's. Yeah. Right. So Twitch but, received but... the DMCA's, had nothing in place to prevent 
this sort of thing. My my point is, like, either Twitch is fully accountable or the users are. Right? No, but 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 that but that's what that's what Safe Harbor is for. It's like it's it's the thing that like because you're an open square platform and you allow users to upload, um, like you are not liable for the content you have on there as no, long as you directly comply. But we've acknowledged it's not an open square platform. Well, it still is according it's... to the law right now. Like like if if they were to take Safe Harbor away, that's what Article 14 is. That was that's whatever Article 14 is. If you don't if you want to get rid of that, that at that point like no one can upload anymore because they will like, have to be sure that like it's not copyrighted in any sense. God, I, I yeah. All I can say is I hope Oh god damn it. I really hope that um what's his name? Trump does pass this law. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's 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 the only thing I truly, truly hope for. Yeah, I mean, like, like, I can say, so like, I I can get where you're coming from, where where it's like, hey, like, did Twitch know that people were playing like radio stations on their stream? Yes, they did. There's no way they couldn't have known. Could they have come yeah. up to people and said, like, hey, you're doing this, please kind of stop doing this? Maybe I could have done it more loudly, but at the same time, it's in their TOS, and like, it's kind of like, would you would you rather have that like the moment you uploaded something on YouTube, your very first video on YouTube, which might have been like, hey. I have this popular pop song which I which I always listen to on the radio. Let me put it together with some with some compilation of like anime that I watch. I'll call it an AM feed. It's gonna be my very first video on YouTube. I'll throw it on YouTube. And because YouTube is such a brand new platform, I'm just gonna throw it on there and like, oh people watch it. Oh that's fun. Maybe I'll get some ads on it. Oh, that's kinda of fun, you know? And then, like after a couple of years, YouTube's like, yeah, actually, like that's kind of not allowed. We get we, we were told to like take it down. You know, we now have to take it down. Would you rather have that? That's the situation, or would you rather have that? Like the moment I upload that video, is like you're banned of the site because, like, even though we haven't had like DMCA strikes yet, we just cannot allow anything that might have copyrighted content in there. So we're just gonna delete it right away. Uh, you, but you why, already why like, does learned it have to be a ban, right? YouTube does this if they find um, what's called upon upload, you have uh, uploaded copyrighted material, mm -hmm. right? They'll just prevent you from monetizing. So like the right. so like the the reason why I think that people have gotten almost banned is because like if you upload on YouTube if you upload like you can upload certain things and like YouTube like like the copyright the copyright holders have like made an agreement with YouTube where they said like people can play this but we'll get the ad revenue. Some people said this will just be blocked in all countries. Some people say like if you like if you upload uh, many many movies like in a row entirely on YouTube you'll get a you'll get strikes you'll get a ban because like if you repeat offensive like too too much you'll get a ban. So I think that that's what happened with Twitch because like, let's say that you have like a Twitch streamer that's been streaming for like five years or something. That's got like hundreds of thousands of followers and has still been like streaming with copyrighted music. They'll have hundreds of thousands of clips, maybe millions of clips of them having copyrighted music on the platform right now. So that is millions, like hundred thousand or like, let's say thousands of offensives, thousands of individual offenses of people like, of like having a DMCA strike against you because you have so many offenses where like you have currently active content on your on your platform or like on your channel right now where you have content in there which you do not own the rights to that I think like I think it's generally just been like a bot thing where like because this has not happened before basically Twitch has also probably had the system in place where they're like if you get so many strikes against you like it's a ban because like hey if you upload so many like movies to YouTube you get a ban too because like we don't want channels that just upload movies illegally um so i think that that's been kind of the system that's been in place because there were so many individual offenses because every clip counted as like an individual offense but like i don't know i don't know the details behind it but it seems very reasonable to me
in a sense. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Um, okay, I I'm thinking we should migrate on to another topic. Um, otherwise, I think we'll mm -hmm. might be going around in circles for uh, a wee bit longer. <laughs> yeah. So, how does that sound? No, that sounds right. I mean, we're not really affected too much by it, so I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad your Twitch channel isn't shut down. Um, or doing anything at all for all the for all the times you streamed. Right. Um, yeah. want to move on to Activision topics, the one that you put in. I What's do. going on with Bobby Kotick, the CEO of Activision, and their shareholders? Right. So, how 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 do one explain? Right. I think. Um, I think it's important to know who Bobby Kotick is. All right, to start All with. Right. So, um, for some people who are unaware, Bobby Kartik uh, is the CEO of Activision Blizzard. Mm -hmm. right? uh, a lot of blame has gone on Mr. Kartik for his activities in basically bringing down the quality of blizzard products mm -hmm. um and as it stands a lot of content uh sorry no a lot of video games released by blizzard entertainment have been at recent of subpar quality um we all know what happened with what's the name of the title diablo immortal when that got announced, there was uproar at BlizzCon 2018, I think. Mm -hmm. And a lot of this is the money-grubbing methods of corporate CEOs like Mr. Bobby Kotick. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, Blizzard had fired um hundreds 800 people uh at the beginning of 2019 um they forced oh god what's the name of the damn game warcraft 3 reforged out way before it was ready to go um and a lot of this is to appease the shareholders um before the end of each fiscal year, right? Before the end of, um, before April year or annual year, um, to basically pad the the share um, figures and stuff like that. You mm -hmm. get what I'm trying to say. And basically, during um, Bobby Kotick's uh, term as CEO of Activision Blizzard, he has fucking made out like a bandit, right? He has um, earned a crazy amount of money to which the shareholders of Activision Blizzard are not happy. 
and they question why he's earning so much money mm-hmm. when they are firing so many people. Yeah. All right. When they pay their developers less than standard rates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, for one, want him ousted. I I think he is a terrible individual. Okay, so <laughs> I can I can see that. I personally, when it comes to um, what people do in their jobs, whether they're CEOs of companies or whatever position they hold at companies, um, I never really want too much with them because it's it's not my company, so I don't really give a, give a fuck how bad they do their business or how bad they do their stuff. It's a my challenges to like support them or not and if like i don't support what i do i just don't buy their product um so like i never really feel that like, like i'm in the position to say like i want them out um i can say though if i look at like um the article or like the the thing you shared where he's earned over uh well he's earned nearly 100 million dollars in combined stock op- options and equity since 2016 i can say that that's a truck ton of money that is like really, 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 really a lot. Really nice. Um, if you got paid that, um, but it's also it's also said that like Activision Blizzard employees typically earn less than one third of a percent of Codex earnings. So like when it comes to like if you have a structure, if you have a company, if you are a leader of a company, generally like when it comes to like CEO or managing positions, like the way I'd like to see them in a perfect scenario is like you are a leader of a company, like you created a company and like you you support a company or like you run the company, and because of that, because you run the company, you carry the burden of of like carrying the company through. Like your decisions will decide what the company is going to go to. And like if you are a um, a good leader, like you will want to take the company to its best place because, like, if your company is earning money, like you can pay your people, you can earn, you can like like get more people on board, so you can support more people, you can give more people money, you can get more talent to flourish, and you can create better things. So, like, it's all good if you can make your company grow and you can like, like you know get the people that you are caring for, you can lead them to a better place. That's typically what like a leadership position is for. So, like, because you're carrying the burden most of the time, these people get paid a little bit more. Um, this thing just doesn't really seem like a great, 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 great optimal ideal thing. Because, like, if you as a leader, like, earn a truck ton of money and you have to lay off 800 people, um, that seems a bit weird. That seems a bit strange. What I think is is interesting, though, is because, is that, like, a lot of times when it comes to Blizzard, um, people have been upset, people have been upset with the things that they do, but it never really, like, like, hampers them. Like, when they came around, like, supported China, when they came around, like, um, like that the do you guys not have phones when it came around like fucked up like Warcraft free they were like yeah we're still surviving because people like boycotts don't work people still buy shit because people are gullible people like to go back to the things that they love and they'll just pay the company even though yeah I might disagree with them I'll still pay them I'll still play the game Um, so that, does, that doesn't really work but shareholders coming in and say like mm, we don't really agree that is a really interesting thing because shareholders actually like have something to say most of the time in companies. So yeah, I think that's an interesting thing here though. I agree. I do not think that Mr. Kotick. Well, I, oh God, there was, um, I forget. Did I link you the Yong Ye video or did I link you an article? Um, you might've linked me both. Cause I also saw this video. Like, right. Ahead. So, there, there was an incident back in 
can't remember what year it was. It was, I think, the Wii U, where platform was losing money. Mm-hmm. Um, it was not doing at all well. And the actions of the shareholders was, hey, let's not fire our employees. Let's instead, um, what's it called? Not get any pay. Let's the shareholder pay for the um, for the developers, for the engineers, for the whomever, right? Mm-hmm. That to me is the honourable sacrifice, so to speak. It's not really a sacrifice. It's just you go without a month of pay. Mm-hmm. That is the. Yeah, I mean, the, the the only way I could really say is it's the uh, the honourable thing to do, mm-hmm. right? But instead, in the case of Activision Blizzard, oh, the guy could just not get paid for a few months. It's not like he fucking earns a truck ton, right? Instead, oh no, let's just fire these people. But yeah, it's 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 not a honourable or wise or like I, I I don't think it's a wise necessarily thing to do. If the only reason for firing them is that you don't have the money to pay them, um, at the same time though we do, um, I am happy. I'd rather happily live in a free world where um, I have the way that I I can run my company the way I see fit. And like if like if the honorable way is the way that like we all like to see people behave, then most likely if people were to like run their company into the ground or make stupid decisions like this. People would not support them anymore. People would not want to work for that anymore. And they would go down under because, like, every single company, no matter how big they are, are reliant on you buying shit from them, on you monetarily supporting them. So, like, uh, I don't think, like, again, like, I don't have much ground to say, like, yeah, yes, it's it's damn honorable for, like, uh, shareholders or even, like, CEOs to step in. I think it was, like, the CEO of Nintendo or something that came around and, like, cut, cut his pay maybe entirely or by, like, a large percentage. So, like, like people, like, the Nintendo workers throughout um the COVID period could still be paid like that is a great thing to do like amazing i like that good thing um however no one is like you're not forced to do that and i'm glad that you're not forced to do that because like that means that you have the freedom to do what you want but it also means that people have the freedom to be to be assholes and uh yeah like i don't think i would not do it this way but it's not that there is any way that i can tell him that i can tell him like hey don't do that because what am I gonna do? Like, like I can't remove him from his position because I'm in no position to do so. Um, and like, if he wants to run like his company in a really bad way and have people be like not really satisfied or happy to see the way that he conducts his business, like, that's fine. Um, but then I would say like, don't support Activision Blizzard if you don't want to see that these company practices. Just don't support it because as long as you support it, it's like the same thing as like when you're playing your game and like you're really angry i don't like the way this game is going it's really much against my ethics and my point of view and i hate it but let me just give it like 300 bucks a month because yes it's like they're not gonna listen to you because they have like why would they it's like give them money they still survive so like that's kind of where i sit where like i can't really like go against them well like i can't really say like like i can say that like i would not do it this way but like i don't think i'm in any position to say like oh i want to see him removed because like I'm not. I'm no position to do that. Well, I disagree. I do think you're in a position to say you want to see him moved, but I don't think. Yeah, you're right. You are one individual. You can't, mm-hmm. um, you know, have him removed. 
but at the same time like it's you oh god what's the phrase you speak with your wallet yeah right you don't buy the game but the problem is that i i know that there are game development practices that you agree with that i certainly don't right mm-hmm. but that's because we've grown up with two different generations mm-hmm. right you are happy to um god what was it like you believe that the responsibility of um spending the money is on the user and to which i do agree with you but if the person is trained from a very young age to think it's acceptable to spend the money like you surely you've seen things like the the tiktoks or the the videos on twitter or whatever where people say who spent 250 dollars on animal crossing or how much did you spend on Fortnite? you know um I mean, like, yeah. well, when it comes to impressionable kids, which mostly concerns, like, there should definitely be parental advising or, like, guidance on, on a game with microtransactions that, hey, there are microtransactions in here. Um, yeah. And, like, for, like, up until a certain age, you can enforce these guidelines where it's, like, you gotta, like, have an advisory statement for the, par- for the parents, and then it becomes the parents' responsibility. But because, like, in many countries, by the age of 18, you are a fully-fledged free adult... And you are free to make your own decisions, which I very much champion because I would not want to live in an authoritarian state where, like, I'm not free to, like, do as I please uh, because, like, one person sees this is the way that things should be. And if you don't do it, I'll kill you. Uh, I'd rather not be killed. I'd rather be stupid. Like, I'd rather be allowed to be myself. Um, So, like, the thing is, like, when it comes to kids where, like, this thing is enforceable, yes, like, there should be parental advisory, and then the responsibility falls on the parents to, like, make sure their kids, like, grew up with, like, some financial responsibility and know, like, what is wise and what isn't wise. Then when it comes to, like, above that age and when it comes to, like, the responsibility of the person themselves, um, I think that, like, there is a case to be made if there's a lot of psychological, like, manipulation played, like, when it comes to, like, hey, we are going to make this gambling. Like, there are gambling laws for a reason. So, like, if, like, microtransactions are played so much in a psychological way that, like, microtrans like, like that got gambling in trouble because at some point we restricted gambling because it was just too, um, it was just too, in like, like, harmful for people that were, like, weak to that. I don't know the right word, but they were weak to that. It's like, if those same practices... They have an addictive personality. Yeah, if those same practices are being put to, like, microtransactions, which I feel they very much are, and, like, not just Mm. when it comes in terms of money, but also when it comes in terms of, like, live service games that, like, try to pull every single last second out of you for you to play them. If those things are deemed to be in the same realm as uh, gambling, which, like, that will take years for, like, legislators and, like, researchers to get to that, but if they come come around to that, I can also see that being supported in a way like, hey, you know, we're going to put restrictions on this just like we did with gambling, but you can't fully restrict it because we respect the freedom of every individual to do as they please, but there are some protective so, measures. So there are problems with mm-hmm. the parental advisement thing, no. right? So, for example, um... Imagine the scenario right now, mm-hmm. yeah? In the UK, we have uh, a rating system called the BBFC, which is used to rate um, the age restrictions on movies. Yeah. Right? I imagine, you know, yeah, you Europe have exactly... Yeah, similar. Yeah. Yeah, cool, right. Um, now, imagine a time where the BBFC did not exist, mm-hmm. right? There was no need for the BBFC because there were so few movies coming out. Yeah. Right? 
So when the BBC, BBFC came about, parents would still take their kids to go see a movie, mm -hmm. but they ignored, not through choice, but through ignorance, what the age rating meant. Mm -hmm. Right? You would have this uh, same situation here, where mm -hmm. if you were to put in a parental advisory mm -hmm. of saying, hey, look, you know, don't let your kids play this game. It has microtransactions in it. Mm -hmm. You know, parents wouldn't know to okay that or not to okay, right? When I was a kid, when I was growing up, I was allowed to buy games like Soldier of Fortune, right? Mm -hmm. Which actually had an 18 rating on the game, right? Mm -hmm. And when the um what you call it the seller the checkout person turned around and said um what you call it? oh i can't sell this to you right to my friend right they didn't say yeah. it to me because i already own a copy of it they said it to my friend because we went to a computer store at the time my father picked it up and said no this is for me uh, he was just holding it right yeah. my father paid for it we went outside the store and he then did. my yeah. friend paid my yeah right and like, the, realistically, the guy should have gone, no, I don't believe you. I am under the impression that this is for this child who is clearly under 18. I am withholding the right to sell this to you. Yeah, but it's like, right? it, it's like the, the freedom of, it, it's like, you can't restrict um, people to that regard. Like, that's, that's what the parental advisory thing is. Like, hey, you know, watch out. Like, we, like we can't sell, sell like an 18 movie or an 18 thing to like a kid. But I can't sell it to any adult because there's no restrictions to selling it to an adult. And if an adult wants to give it to a kid, it's like it's an advisory thing. Uh, so actually, like, like that's, actually, yeah. To jump on that, right? Uh, UK law states that um, you cannot sell alcohol to anyone mm -hmm. if you are under the impression that they will give it to a minor. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, if like, like any... we 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 have a similar law here, but it's like yeah. you know, like they also know very well that like it means that like either like the dad's gonna go around another time if the dad wants to give their kids alcohol, like you know, either he's gonna go come around another time and be like, oh yeah, now I'm buying it for myself, or he has already come around like the day before. Like you're gonna be kind of stupid if like if you want to give your kids alcohol as a dad. Which I would not recommend, but if you want to do that, then like it'd be kind of dumb to like go ahead, like, hey, here are my kids, I'm buying alcohol for them. Like, if you want to do that, you probably won't be that stupid. But it's like it's like you can't um, entirely enforce that. Like the same way you can't enforce like the 18 rating. Like the best way you can enforce it is like saying like, hey, you know, you have these advisories on there which say like, hey, we as like the government with like panel of experts have deemed that this is not really suitable for people under this age. We will not sell it to these people under this age, but we can sell it to other people because like we can't restrict it to people on the, above this age. And if they give it to them, like there's nothing we can do anymore. Um, and that's also why like the age of like Call of Duty is like 18 plus, but like their user base is like 12. Um, like, yeah, like at that point, like it's kind of like you're not protected forever from everything in the world. Like you're also responsible yourself for like 
growing up or like dealing with the world in a responsible way now when it comes to like being a kid like you are you you're not really fully responsible for yourself as a kid because as a kid you're still growing up so like because of that you have parents that are responsible for you and for you growing up so like your parents are responsible for like the things you buy so like if you have responsible parents they probably wouldn't buy you a 18 plus game or like they probably wouldn't like have you spend all your money on microtransactions because like they're your parents or all my money yeah or their money. Like, they, they wouldn't do that because they're probably responsible. And, like, if they see that you've gotten, like, money from someone to, like, buy this microtransaction or whatever, like, someone's been giving you, like, this 18-plus movie or games or whatever, they would also take that away from you and be like, hey, you know, we probably wouldn't want you or they'd probably have a discussion with you. It's like, that's their responsibility, but that befalls on them. Like, you can't control everything at a state level. I mean, like, you cannot sell this and you cannot have this because the moment that you start, like, nitpicking, like, really controlling people beyond, like, advisory things or, like, hey, we, you can't, stores can't sell it to people below 18, then you become, like, totalitarian. And it's like, yeah, we're going to, like, scan your home and find out whether you have that. And if you have that, you're in big trouble. It's like, that's a really slippery slope that I don't want to go down to. By far not. Senior Fima says, if only we could rate mental age. Probably, yeah. <laughs> like, I'd like the, the thing is, like, we'd like to keep people safe. We'd like to prevent thing, bad things from happening to people. Um, however, you can't control everything. And, like, I don't think you'd want, like, we'd want to be in a situation where one person controls everything because there's so much to this world and there's so much that we do not understand. Like, you, you can't see everything about the world. You can't understand everything about the world. So, like, even if you have a perception of what is best for other people, like, you might nine or ten times not be right and like if but you, at the yeah. same time there is such a thing as accountability right yeah. so for example the fact that um you know bobby kotick had 800 people fired from their jobs right actually no let's assume it's someone up the food chain let's not just put the blame on one person mm -hmm. right if it's a case of 800 people got let go just to increase the share value of the company, right? Is that not a really shit thing to have happen? I mean, personally, yes, absolutely. Now, like, they will probably have had lawyers in there to, like, make sure that it was all up to, like, the laws, because otherwise they would get sued into oblivion because, like, you can't just lay off 800 people. Uh, however, like, it's personally a really bad move. Like, I would not recommend, like, the, the thing is, like, this is the thing, like, I, like, it's so hard, like, I can't control, like, what other people do because people are free to do what they want with their company. And, like, the only thing that I have is, like, if I don't agree with them, I won't support them anymore. Like, um, and be, like the reason that I defend that is because I'd like to have that, that same right myself. So, like, let's say that we were doing the framecast, and, like, which we are doing right now, and let's say that, like, a million people watch this or something. Uh, or so much that we got money from it, you know? Um, and then people came around and said, like, ah, we don't like Drew. We want him out because we don't like him for some reason. Then, I, then because it's my business, I can just say, like, well, fuck you. I really like him. He's my friend. He's just going to stay on because it's my fucking business. I'll do as I please. And if you don't like what I do, then you're free to go and not support me. And, like, 
I'd like to have that right to do as I please. And if you don't agree with that, you don't support me. And I think that's the same thing when it comes to like Activision. It's like, yes, I completely disagree with what he does. If I were if I were to be in that position, like I wouldn't do that. I think it's a really, really bad. It's a really, really bad reflection of your personal image that you come around in the last four years without over a hundred million dollars and like you lay off eight hundred people. That's really fucking bad. That's a really, really fucking bad piece of leadership. That's not something like if you were starting up a company and you did that as a startup, like you would definitely go under. Now, like, I would not buy Activision Blizzard shit, but like. People still do. That's why boycotts never work because people are like a little bit too gullible and be like, oh yeah, you know, uh, I kind of like disagree with this, but you know what? It's been like a week. I haven't seen people post about it on social media. Let me go buy it. Because like that that's that's the only way that you can stop it because like if you want to stop it by like by force in that sense, if you want to stop by force by either the government stepping in and, and like forcing them by force to like kick him out or you stepping in and forcing him out by a petition or something. It's like, yeah, I mean, like at that point, like you, you, you also open the doors for, for let's say like random viewers to come in and say like, we want you to be kicked out or they want me to be kicked out. And it's like, yo, it's my business. I can do what I want. And if it's, um, if I'm bad and if I'm unsuccessful, you know, that's on me. And like, most likely, like if you're doing bad business, if you're being bad and you're not doing the honorable thing, most likely that results into people not liking you. And I don't think a lot of the, like the 800 people will probably not buy another Activision game. They probably won't support that business. But yeah. I, so I, I don't think there is a lot of transparency. The actions of putting money in a company's wallet. Mm-hmm. Um, or, um, what's the other side of the, I don't think there's a lot of transparency between what happens at a company, who is responsible for those actions, between that and someone, a kid, going to a store and buying the latest Call of Duty. Mm. I'm very sure that if I was to turn to some of my gamer friends and say to them, you know, um, if they were to turn to me and say, like, oh, I just bought the latest Activision Blizzard game. Yeah, it's bloody amazing best game ever oh i love it and i turned to them and said like how could you support that after they just fired 800 people from just to increase their stock uh, their share value like i feel that that person that bought the game wouldn't have a clue yeah right so it's it's not it's it's not like the box comes with a label that no. states um, oh, buying this game is costing people their jobs, right? No, but like at the same time, it's well, it's also providing a lot of people with jobs, and like, no, it's not don't... providing people with jobs. That's oh, it the is. Point, like, people make How? that. There are people that there are developers that make that that got paid to make that. Like, right? Yeah, but those are the same developers that they've had for eons. Yeah, but there are still people right? that that got paid. Uh, so, like, saying that no one got paid, like that's a that's a bit like, yeah, that's, no, that's already that's, true. That's not what I've said. That's not what I've said. I've said you buying this game has led to them firing off, firing 800 people. Yeah. Right. But, but because like, you buying the game is an indication that their business practices are all right. Well, I right? mean, I mean, like you, you support a company and the company can continue to exist. Now, like the thing is that for you, this is a really big issue. Um, but like, 
Do you watch PewDiePie, for example? Not really. All right. Uh, do you watch um, uh, John Tron? Sure, John Tron. Okay. All right. You watch John Tron. Um, yeah. uh, have you heard about some things that he said at a podcast once, which might be for some people offensive or some people really don't care about it? Have you heard about that? Yes. And but, he like, actually like, had lines in a video game that were removed from the video game because. Yeah. But like, uh, like, like, like. Hot topic that was John Tron. Yes, so, then, so then, like, do you still watch his videos? Yes, that's got yeah. nothing do you to think, do with do the you, situation. Do, do you think that every video before the video starts should say like, oh, these are all the potential bad things? Because like this is the thing for you, this thing is really important. And like maybe okay. for me, this is what something I care about. But the it's the cinema same... critic, right? J what JonTron did, right? Mm -hmm. I do not see as comparable because he didn't get anyone fired. The game still uh, sold. The game still made money, right? He wasn't paid to record those lines. Right. What about uh, the cinema critic? Right. The infamous cinema critic who did the review of um, Tommy Wiseau's The Room, the mm. infamous review that is so well made. It's great. But as an employer, he was awful. He was such a horrible human being. Right. When I discovered what he had done, I mm. never watched another um, cinema critic review again. Mm hmm. Right? Never. Yeah. But like right? like that that is that is for you where you personally draw the line. That's for you how you like interpret things and where you say like this is not where I give my support anymore. But there are people that have various different things, like various different measurements. And like like if you want to have say on the box be like, "Oh yeah, like this person like fight like you're supporting this." Like the same thing could be like th th then like why should we not say on like John Trump's video, he probably said something like this or like, "Oh, PewDiePie probably said something like this." And like it's like because like these are personal values to you which you find important which isn't being found important by everyone like uh live music tv here says in the in the twitch chat like um it could it, it could also it could probably like well probably i'm gonna say probably but i have no knowledge about this but they were just saying like streamlining career logistics that the 800 people that have been laid off maybe they weren't layoffs maybe they were streamlining career logistics now that could be pr bullshit where they're like oh yeah we're just gonna say that that's pr lingo but it could also be true from that because like i have no evidence to support that that isn't true and in that case like that's something a company could do like the thing is is like yes i think it's a shitty move but like you can't force people to like like like, like if, if you're gonna say like hey we're gonna like put force to this to like get rid of this guy and stop his business and stop what he does because like i i really don't like what he does there then like if you're gonna say okay th th that's right to do then what is stopping you from saying hey it's right to like like take cancel entire uh, like john Trump's entire career and kill off his channel delete all his videos and take all his money because he said something which i personally found a little bit offensive it's like yeah but like 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 everyone has different values and it's like everyone has different re reasons by which they they grade how um, much they support someone and like if they decide to stop supporting like enough people decide to stop their support then hey you know something won't chew and like that's what you see with like the shareholders right now when it comes to bobby Kotick being like the shareholders like mm, yeah we don't quite like it most likely this will have repercussions because if the shareholders a majority of the shareholders don't like it they can actually force a hand because they actually have equity in the company and they can actually force decisions but that's because they own part of the company and it's like in their interest like they're it's what they invested into
I'm actually thinking. I think you're right. I think it's um, you have to draw a line somewhere. Yeah, it's it's and like it, it's like I don't agree either. I think it's a really shit move, and I really like don't want to see any more of this. And I really hope these eight hundred people found a job, and I really hope that like karma will get back to them. But yeah. like I, I, I can't say like I, if I grant myself the right to like be like I want him out and like I want to be able to force him out, then like I also grant someone else to like do that to me, and I don't want that because I want everyone to be free to do as they want, in like with in the confines of the law, but still be like free in, his, in a way. I I think that realistically it it just shows the difference in quality of company between the east and the west. It really does. Um, and I think it's important the fact that, you know, we're, we're talking about it now, mm -hmm. right? We have issue with it and we are talking about it now, trying yeah. to highlight the problem. Us talking about it indicates that more people will know about it. And the more people that know about it, hopefully, hopefully we can have a positive impact on people's lives. Maybe, you know, and I'm going to admit, this is what I want. Maybe out of the eight people that are currently listening or however however many people that listen to us on the the YouTube um, recording of this, maybe that many people will turn around and say, after hearing that 800 people lost their jobs over this, I'm not buying another Activision Blizzard game again. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah. I, I, like, I don't want to be petty. I don't want to be spiteful. I don't want to be um, malicious. But I hate the premise. I genuinely, it turns my stomach to know that someone will happily fire someone else just so that they can get more money. Yeah. It is vile. To well, it's, it's like, it's a part of like the things that you value. It's like the, the thing that I find vile is it's like if you create kids content and like, during that kid's content, like, in your YouTube video, like, in the first three minutes, like, you throw five ads in it. I would not agree with that. I would think it's disgusting. I also think it's disgusting if you go out and, like, right after, like, someone dies, you, like, you make videos about that person. And, like, you start, like, putting their name in, like, clickbait thumbnails. But people do that because people have different values. Um, however, I still think that that's the great thing about, like, the free world that we're allowed to, like do what we think is good as long as we have like we're within the confines of the law because if we are supposed to like have our values be dictated by one single person then like that becomes tyranny because one single person isn't right like the beauty in the, in the world is that we all have different values and because of that we get we get our interactions that we have and we have our discussions and like our strong force within like within like the culture that we have is that like we don't uh, move people by force but we move people by thought and conversation so we were engaging in conversation with each other and we're trying to change each other's minds so like if we talk to each other here and we're like all to the agreement like hey this value like the thing that they did here it's kind of shitty we don't like that and like people agree with us then they might talk with other people and be like we don't agree with it and if enough people don't agree with it and they think it's important enough and they share the same idea that it's important enough we don't buy anymore then that will reflect in the sales um but like I'd rather have it be like for speech than for like people actually coming out and forcing their way through. Um, yeah. Because like, yeah, like there are many, many bad experiences. I've had it too. I've had it too where people come around like, you know, being like, oh, hey, you're do something. Well, we won't say, we won't give you anything. It's like, yeah, you know, shit happens. Um, 
like yeah it sucks but like I, i'm not gonna go like slander them or whatever because yeah it it happens and like yeah you know you can try and change people's minds about it or you can like do other things <laughs> i don't know do you want to do you want to do the third topic yes let's go for the first topic Woo! all right Good old Stadia. Oh, my God. So, the first topic is about Google Stadia. Remember how, like, Google Stadia, we talked about, like, last year or something when it launched, and we're like, yeah, this is going to go well. It's going to go real well. <laughs> so, Steam and GeForce Now are partnering up for a new cloud gaming service, which could pose an interesting competitor to Google Stadia. So, Steam is introducing Steam Cloud Play in a beta form. So, this was released on their on their website, kind of like as a note to developers. Not really as like an announcement, but it's it's coming, so we could read as well. But like Steam Cloud Play is basically a service that connects Steam to the GeForce Now streaming service from NVIDIA. Now, if you've never heard about a game streaming service, the way that it works is that like NVIDIA has like a bunch of like servers somewhere with like GPUs, CPUs, whatever, and like you play your, your your game on their hardware, and they stream it to you via like internet connection, so you can stream like you can play like really like demanding games on your computer or your tablet or your phone without you having to have the actual hardware. So you can pay them like five or ten bucks a month, and like bada bing bada boom, you can have like very great hardware, but then over like a, an internet streaming connection. Um, it's like supposedly the new big thing. So like these cloud servers enable Steam users to play their entire Steam library in the cloud. Now this is new because before. Most of the time, uh, like Google Stadia, basically the thing that works with Google Stadia is such a service, a game streaming service. However, you're gonna have to like not only like pay Google Stadia upfront for like the controller and like the connection to it, you're also gonna have to pay monthly, and then you're gonna have to pay for your games. You're gonna have to buy your games on Google Stadia, which you won't own physically, but you have to buy your own games in order to play them on Google Stadia. Now, GeForce Now already had a different way of approach, as far as I was I was aware. Like, I think they they were kind of like, if you own this game and we're partnered with this company, then you can like play this on our servers. But now they've partnered with Steam, so if you have a Steam game in your library, you can most likely uh, play this on Steam Cloud Play once it comes to that. I think there's a little more to it than that. I mm -hmm. think the developers also have to say, yes, we're on board for this, yeah. right? So I don't think everyone can... You can play every single game because I think there are games on... God, who were the... the... Activision was one of the uh, companies, and I'm... Mm -hmm. Is... Who is the other big company that Rockstar, pulled out? Rockstar, maybe? Or uh, 2K? 2K, that was the one. So things like uh, Borderlands and stuff like that, even though you have them on Steam, I don't think you'll be able to play them on GeForce now. Mm -hmm. It would require 2K to turn around and say, yeah, uh, we're going to go back on the agreement with... Um, name of the company? Google, because it was a stupid agreement. Yeah. And um, we're... Yeah, the idea. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so, like yeah. I mean, the the Steam the Steam library itself is like a really really big thing to like be added to this. So basically, it means like you can just like you will still have to pay your subscription to GeForce now, but anything any game that you already have in your Steam library, which is supported, and any game that you buy in your Steam library, which is supported, you can play on that service. But you also just own your Steam library, like everyone has been doing for years. So this is like a really cool thing, as opposed to like hey. Here you have Google Stadia, where you not only have to like pay upfront and then have to pay it free, and then you also like have to pay for these games, which you only own on Google Stadia. And the moment you stop paying, you lose access to these games. You just have Steam, which you've had for years, and now you can just like move these 
to the cloud. Like, I'm not interested that much in cloud st uh, streaming, um, but hey, you, uh, you know, if that's what you're into, I think that there's a really great competitor when it comes to Stadia. Um, and it might just very well blow them out of the water very, very well because how well have they been doing over the last few months? Piss poorly. Mm. Like, it's... I wouldn't be surprised if... Um... If Stadia goes away within the year, right? Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Stadia disappears within the next six months. And it's just like, well, we tried, but, uh, you know, because they, they, they've, they've just marketed it wrong. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I mean, it's, it's been such a weird thing with the press. Like we, we, we talked about it just before it launched. Like we kind of like all of a sudden coming. Woo it's like this is the entire stream like i saw it coming um i'm not like don't don't put your faith in me but like apparently right now uh, like two out of two things that we could have seen coming i've seen coming so uh i'm not gonna do predictions for you but let me just say if i bet on something don't follow me. we do follow in who knows anyway uh getting off track uh for just a stupid meme um yeah, it's like the the entire thing where you already have to like invest in it initially for like 130 bucks, I think. And then you have to like pay monthly and then you have to buy your own games as well. And then like if you stop paying, like you're going to lose out on your games that you bought. Like it's a really stupid thing. Like I would not, that's not something that I would sign up for at all. There's not something that sounds appealing. And like even like cloud gaming, like, yeah, like I don't think any gaming enthusiasts are going to do it. And like the only people that were like, no one that even knew about this thing coming in and this thing being around were enthusiasts like not no one in the mainstream that i know about no one of my friends that are not into gaming or like computer hardware are even interested in it they don't even know about google stadia but they don't even know about game streaming at all so like i think that like when it comes to game streaming like google the not google GeForce now and steam right now have the best cards because Hey, you know, everyone has Steam, and, and most people also have, like, a GeForce thing. Boom, bada-bing, bada-boom, here's this thing. And I think Google just, like, completely markets it wrong. Like, their entire yeah. approach was wrong. Yeah, no, I, I completely... Like, you know, this, this is... What Google did is mm -hmm. what every um, publisher has always tried to do, um, where they want a slice of the pie and they they push it hard right um they it's it's like oh here's a better example netflix they turn around and go like oh look so many people want an easy way to consume video based content but um you know, there's no easy way to do it. Let's create a streaming service. They, uh, you then get people like HBO, like Disney, like other Hulu, see the success of Netflix and then decide to create their own bloody version. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, and th this is what it feels like. Ah, right. We, we see that origin exists that you play exists that rockstar launcher thingy exists that you know epic game store exists we'll create our own but we'll do it one step better by creating a shitty streaming service and like 
oh my god and then fucking steam comes along with remote play right you know we've we've utilized that and we've had great fun fucking about with it and then you know and then what was it the what was the x cloud was the microsoft one mm-hmm. where all you have to have is just a subscription yeah that's reasonable you don't have to buy the bloody games on top and then they've got fucking like oh and GeForce comes along it's like yeah as long as you own the game you can play it on our hardware that's bloody blowing everything out of the water and then steam comes along it's like we're gonna join forces with GeForce. Stadia is so fucked right now, right? Mm-hmm. The the big thing, the big in the face, right? The game that I feel so many people would have bought Stadia for. Can you guess what that game is? Um, which game comes out that everyone's looking forward to this year that you upgrade your PC for? Ah, uh, let me think. What's that doing with the Nova <laughs> Cyberpunk, wasn't it? <laughs> exactly, right? I don't know if you've heard, but Cyberpunk for the Stadia and mm-hmm. just Stadia is being delayed. Oh, Right? I was going to make this the topic, but I thought, nah. And then I saw this, I was just like, oh, my drop. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, seriously, like, <laughs> it's it's just been a really dumb pricing scheme i can see where google came from where they're like hey you know this streaming thing isn't really anything that's been established it's rather new so what why don't we use our google name which is very very common which is why youtube is so big why gmail is so big like everyone's a gmail everyone uses google it's like they're like hey we already have this permanence if we can use that to create one of the first game streaming services then we could make bank of it. And, like, if no one has ever seen this thing before, then, like, it makes sense where we're like, hey, you just pay us a subscription, so you don't have to buy, like, a $1,000 PC, and then, like, you just buy your games like normal, and you will always be on this, so, like, you won't matter. Uh, but, like, pricing-wise, it's, it's been, like, a really, really bad offer. It's been really, really stupid. There's no reason why you would, like, logically go on it and, like, pay 130 bucks up front, then pay, like, a subscription for a fee, and then also buy your own games. It's pretty, really fucking dumb. You wouldn't want to do it. Um, and, like, I think that, like, it's very much the, the, the market coming around and be like, hey, there are better offerings out here. Good fucking luck to you. Uh, that being said, like, I can see a place where game streaming might come into place. For me, not. But, like, hey, you know, if I don't have the money to spend on a brand new PC and if I'm, like... Hey, you know, it, it's the same thing when it comes to movies. Like, some people might be like, hey, you know, you're spending so much money on Netflix over all these years, and then afterwards you own nothing. It's like, that's a bit yeah. of a bad value proposition. But hey, if I spent like, what is it, 10 bucks, 10 bucks a, 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 a what, a, a year on my, um, on, my, on my cloud gaming, and I do that for like 10 bucks a month, that's like 120 a year. Let's say that a good new gaming PC is like, you know, 800 to a, let's say 800 to a thousand bucks. That's like 120 a year. You can go about eight years until uh, you can go about eight years of like cloud gaming until like you have that prize of your own PC back. And in eight years, if you buy a PC right now for 800 to a thousand dollars, in eight years' time, it's going to be slow as fuck. You're going to have to buy a new one. While while like the hardware that they have that they supply most likely will be updated over time. So like there is there is a case to be made if you don't really care about owning things, if you don't really care about like sending money for subscription fees, and if you don't really care too much about gaming to like buy hardware, like. Hey, there's a case to be made. But, like, yeah, I think Google just took it a little bit too far. And, yeah, like, yeah, it's probably going to be dead soon. Which, of course, everyone saw coming. I think... I think it would... 
it would have been better had they not been giant derps. <laughs> so I, I, my, I'm, oh my God. I think it would have been better if the games weren't delayed, right? That's a big hold up there. It's just like, why, you know, why would you go to a service that you know is behind? Right. Yeah. Um, why would you? Oh, man. They, they've. they've. But like, what, it, could it, they, it, what could they do? Sorry, I've just gone off webcam. What yeah. could they do to fix this? What could they do to recover? What could they possibly do? Partner. Actually, actually. Uh, hold on. I think they might have like a free tier. Uh, free tier Google Stadia. Uh, let me look it up. Like, if they have that, and they, like, okay, so, like, I would initially say uh, Steam, but already GeForce now is Steam. Let's say Epic Games. What if Stadia has a free tier that only, like, supports up to, like, 720p or, like, 1080p, uh, doesn't do 4K, doesn't do, like, 60 frames a second, but, like, does, does do, like, something where you can game it, but not competitively, like, you wouldn't even be able to do competitively, but, like, not extremely, and you team it up with Epic Games. So if you have an Epic Games account, and you pay, like, five bucks a month, you get, like... Well, like, well, well, you have the free tier. You have Epic Games. You have the free tier. You get like, that would be a sweet deal, actually. Like, if you were to be able to use the free tier of Google Stadia in combination with Epic Games, so for Epic Games, from like a budget perspective, okay, if I have, if I, if I'm a young kid or an old adult that doesn't have any money, but I have like a crappy old laptop, or I have like a like a, yeah, a crappy old laptop, then I download the Epic Games Store, which gives me free games every week. Um, mm. like I don't get to choose what they are, but they're just free games every week. And I have Google Stadia and I use the free tier, which isn't that insane. But hey, you know, I can play my Epic games on there, which I get for free, and that's a really sweet free deal. Now then if if like then the first tier would be like five bucks a month and it would be like, hey, you now you can stream like in 1080p and like 30 like whatever frames a second. It's like, hey, now I'll pay five bucks a month while playing on my crappy laptop on games that I get for free from, like, the Epic Games Store where I get coupons for where I can get discounted Epic Games from. Like, maybe that could be a way out, but, like, I don't see them doing that anytime soon. In all honesty, a part of me feels like if they were to turn around and say, look, if you buy six months, we will buy... Sorry, we will give you another six months for free. Mm -hmm. Right? I think that that would be a good gesture of will. Yeah. Right. There is a um, go on. There's an article here that says Google Stadia going free. There's no buying to try Stadia is no longer required today, uh, so you don't need to no longer need to pay up 130 bucks up front. Well, that's nice. All that yeah. is is sign up in a Gmail account and download the mobile Android or iOS app. Over the next 48 hour, free Google Stadia access will be rolling out over the existing 14 countries. On top of uh, on top of access opening up, all Google's offering two months of Stadia Pro just for those joining. The free Stadia tier, no longer called Stadia Base, requires that you purchase the games from the store while streaming is limited to 1080p. So that's a free tier. Like you, as long as you buy games from the store, but you don't have like don't pay the subscription, you get like 1080p streaming. The monthly 9.99 Pro subscription offers 4K resolution and discounts when buying titles, expansions, and add-ons. Outright. However, uh, however, free day games that you can claim every month are the real attraction. Like, yeah, like there's the, like free games that you can buy every month. The thing, um, like if you combine this, if you combine this free tier with Epic Games, um, uh, that would be a way out. Um, like where like Google Stadia might be an interesting thing. Like, hey, I would definitely look towards free uh, Epic Games and be like, hey, you know, 
what if we team up? What if we team up? And like for five for five bucks a month, like like or ten bucks a month, like you can get four K and like you get like a free game a month extra. So like if I'm like a broke ass person that wants to play games on my crappy laptop, I can go towards Epic Games. Like I can either go for the completely free thing and like I get a little bit less, but like hey, I'm still playing. I can get a discount or I buy like. Ten, like yeah like that would be a way to go but i don't think google wants to give up their storefront which is like that is what geforce now have they didn't have a storefront so they didn't give a fuck if they teamed up with developers because the idea was you bought your own games but google has their own storefront if they team up with epic like what is their storefront even worth but then again was their storefront more if they go under <sighs> bloody hell so yeah uh, Fima says, delaying is so mainstream, like, now, totally, absolutely, delaying, everyone does that now. Um, is it truly free since you're still paying monthly? How many games will we get each month? Um, so, like, I mean, like, <laughs> that's the thing with, like, free games each month, which, like, uh, the, the subscription services on PlayStation and Xbox have really put forward there. It's like, yeah, you pay five bucks a month, so you can play on the internet, and you get free games, but, hey, you know, you're actually still paying, like, every month, so, like, are they really free, though? Good question. I don't think so. Yeah. It's like that it's... Patreon tier where it's like, hey, if you pay me a hundred bucks, you'll get a free t-shirt. I'll freeze that t-shirt. Shit. I genuinely thought for a second that that was something you were doing. Yeah, no, it's, it's no, I completely agree with you. Yeah. Um, Like, but the thing is when you, you have to be at least making ends meet. Mm -hmm. whenever you're giving something away so yeah. i i get that but like at this point in time they've lost so much face they need to do a gesture of goodwill but i don't think they would i think that because google are synonymous with just shutting down systems i think it's just gonna go away well, like, like the thing with Google is that, like, they don't necessarily have to make a lot of money out of it because, like, they have Google overhead. So, like, what they could do is, like, the thing that you see with Epic Games, like, I don't know what Epic Games' model is, what Epic Games' business model is for their store, but they have pumped a fuck ton of money in it and still are doing that because they're giving away free games to anyone that signs up. So, I don't know what their business is. I don't know where they're getting the money from, me, every time, like, getting a free game. Maybe their hope is that I buy a free game or they're going after my data. But, like, there's a fuck ton of like money they're pumping into free games so that is something which is a very has been a very interesting business model which have been very good to people that are like brought into this even though at the beginning we were very like critical of epic games um google that like is in the same position where they have a fuck ton of money to, to throw around so like it so like if they were to like be like hey you know we're kind of like chill out with this what if what if you know you you log into the thing there's there's ads not showing during your gameplay but while you're like starting it up there's some ads there it's like google like google doesn't need like in gmail like gmail doesn't really have that many ads floating around within it gmail doesn't really have that like you have to pay for things unless you want more storage and more features but generally like you can use gmail for free for your entire life and not bother with it but like the reason why it's free it's because they get your data so like google would probably also be fine having a stadia thing up just going for your data until like they can make it compelling for you to just like pay them up um so like i think that they could do it but like yeah they've not gone down that route and so something that i would also not be interested in especially now with steam it's like yeah Steam and GeForce. Now, if I'd be interested, I would not really go down the Google Epic store. I'd definitely go down the Steam GeForce store. But then again, like, I have yeah. my PC. I don't really care. Like, of of all the company, like, if if you are a gamer, right? So, no, no, I, I take this back. If you are 
a PC gamer, a mm-hmm. PC gamer that builds your own PCs, yeah. right? Especially, you will know who the fuck GeForce are, right? You yeah. will know who Nvidia is, mm-hmm. right? You would be like deaf to the universe to not know the names GeForce, AMD, Intel, and Google. Yeah. Like, 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 there is no gamer yeah. on this server yeah, that doesn't yeah. know Google. So, yeah, exactly, right? And to think that people would choose a software developer or get sorry, sorry, PC gamers would choose a software developer over a hardware developer. Like, what the fuck are you smoking? I mean, right? I mean, I mean, people are literally choosing like Google phones. Like Google I, is I, making their own hardware phones. Google is making assistants, like right. physical, like like Google is making many well, hardware I, shit. So like, I I could see them having an in, but like, yeah, like as you said, like they're not really like that gaming focused. So like, if like if Google struck this deal with Steam, they would have been golden. But like yeah, they didn't, I, so now they're the second rate <laughs> option by far. I reckon, I reckon, right, that the only reason why uh, NVIDIA threw their cap into this, right, Mm. is because (laughs) they have warehouses full of unbought 1080s, right, GeForce 1080s, and they're like, do you reckon we could, like, create a server farm, use it to like stream video games <laughs> yeah we could probably do that yeah should we do it yeah let's do it <laughs> i bet you bottom dollar that was it right because we all know I'd, I'd like to hope we all know that's listening in we all know that 1080s were used to bitcoin farm right they're, they're like cryptocurrency magnets right so their processors are really fucking powerful mm. so it's quite possible that they've got a few lying around you know, especially when they came out with the gen- uh, twenty generation. So anyway, oh, do, um, do do you know about all these uh mining cards, which are now just like on like on eBay or just like like just being scrapped, kind of? But because basically, no. like what Nvidia did when the mining craze happened, especially with the ten eighties and the ten eighty Ci, like um Nvidia was like, hmm, you know, what can we do? Like everyone wants to have GPUs right now, but like if like the craze goes away, which it most likely will. And people that aren't gamers are going to sell their cards. Then the market's going to be flooded with like a lot of very cheap 1080s and 1080Ti's. So what they did is they made these mining cards, which are literally like GPUs that do not have um, like ports. So you don't have like uh, HDMI port or like uh, display port. So right now you have all these graphics cards, which are pretty much like full-size gaming cards, but without like the the ports on it. So like basically they're useless unless you want to mine. But a lot of people don't want to mine anymore. So like these cards are just like set there set to be thrown away it's it's tall. anyway yeah i think that, i think that was a very fun topic to end on mm-hmm. definitely i enjoyed it um should we see if anyone in our lovely audience has any questions yeah if anyone has any questions regardless of like the topics if it was about the topics or not about the topics whatever feel free to post a question if it's interesting enough we'll answer it because you know we always want to leave the door open as to whether we answer it or not. But hey, feel free to post questions, Chad. Uh, I see that Steph says, I completely agree with you, Mr. Casino. Uh, and yeah, there's a few of you fueling around. Probably an entire warehouse. Yeah. Or several. Mm-hmm. I was trying to see whether I could find um, when uh, 
Google Stadia was announced. It seems like the earliest data I can find on Wikipedia is like uh, known in uh, known as Project Stream, a closed beta was running in October 2018, and GeForce Now was actually in beta. Uh, let's see, launched in beta in 2014, known as Nvidia Grid. So this has been around for a long time, actually. Yeah. So they've been planning this for a long ass time. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, like. The only thing you're offering is like the streaming service. Like the fact that you want to include a store is kind of like holding you back. It's kind of dumb. Yeah. yeah, it's it's mental. I mean, to be fair, I know I've ragged on Epic Games Store, but in all honesty, this this sale that they've had has you know kind of you know it's made me think that they actually have some smarts in their marketing department. I still think that the UI is garbage as all hell, mm-hmm. but. Well, well, their marketing has been smart as fuck. Because, like, seriously, it's like the how much money they they thrown at like free games. It's yeah. if you are not bound by anything other than like like if if you have the comfort of saying, "Hey, I do not agree with Epic Games. I'll rather buy my games." Then, like, you can stand by your values. But if you're a broke ass yeah. gamer, then a free game every week without having to like. Sign it's up not every for week, is it? It's every yes, like, every ev- no, few no, no, weeks. every week, every week since like Epic Games launched, they've had a free game every week. Only the last few weeks, they've been like super big AAA games. I can go over my Epic Games library in a moment. I can show you like because I've been picking them up because I was like, yeah, who knows? Who knows? You know, there might be something cool. No, in there. I, I, I swear, Overcooked's been on there for like the last two weeks. Yeah, well, they they've they've had like like they've had before this like games free games every week. Like I can show you my entire Epic Games library. I've never bought a game on Epic Games. I'm gonna show my library here on stream right now. Um, in a if, moment. But I, I will say, if people like Alan Wake, uh, the game, do consider getting Control. I, mm-hmm. It's it's actually a really good game. Um, I try to play it whenever I can, and maybe stay up till too late <laughs> playing the game. All right. So the games that I have in here are um. GTA Five recently, of course. Uh, uh-huh. Actually, like, let's sort by. I mean, we can do. Oh, better. do you have that installed? We should play together. Seriously. No, I, well, I don't have it installed right now because, like, I don't have uh, like any storage space. Hard drive space. Yeah. You should make hard drive space. So. Uh, uninstall, uninstall Fortnite, install Half Life. Sorry, Half Life Two. Uh, <laughs> install GTA Five. So I have GTA Five, Observer, A Short Hike, Alan Wake's American Nightmare, uh, and Undyne Two: Return to Dust, Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Um, Estes, Batnorf Jotun Edition, Borderlands 2, Borderlands the pre sequel, Carcassonne, uh, Celeste, City of Brass, Closer to Sun, Costume Quest, Darksiders 2, Darksiders Warmaster, Dauntless, well, like, that was his free game, so, Death Common, Drawful, Enter the Gungeon, Everything, Ferreira, Farming Simulator 19, Figment for the King, uh, Going Home, Gunner, Hub, Horus, Inner Space, Inside, Just Cause 4, Kingdom Come, Deliverance, Layers of Fear, Metro 2033, uh, Minute, Mutation, Nuclear Throne, uh, Offworld Train Company, Overcooked, Oxenfree, Cube 2, Runer, Sherlock Holmes, Crimes and Punishments, Sitzmeyer, Civilization 6, Soma, Spellbreak, Steep, Stories Untold, Subnautica, Sundered El. Trick Edition, Surviving Mars, The Bridge, The Stanley Parade, The Wolf Amongst Us, Tumbleweed, Ticket to Ride, Torchlight, Tormentor X Punisher, Towerful Ascension, Watch Dogs, What Remains of Edith Finch, uh, Wheels of Already on What Wars Sea. That's th- these are the top. Scrolls the top. I want to know how many of these games you've actually got installed. 
because... I, I, I got none in salt right now because I have no storage space. You should... You should... Dude, you should freaking uninstall Fortnite because I know you've got it on that I, secret hard drive. Of I, yours. I, <laughs> I don't have it installed. <laughs> I've had it installed at some point, but not like like literally. I I can only have like one game installed at a time because like there's a one terabyte hard drive in this. Um, yeah. Just... How big is Anthem? It's eighty gigs. Okay, it's about the same. GTA. So like, but like, like Anthem is now occupying my slot of what I'm playing right now. But most likely it will go away. So like, when I was playing, like I was playing Temtem a couple of months ago on stream, and then once mm. once I'm done with Temtem, like once I say okay, I'm not streaming anymore, I delete that, and then I have to like then I download my other game. So like, I can only have like one game on here at a time aside from Warframe. I'm I'm intrigued to know what on earth. You... Right. Okay. What on so... earth is is, is filling this up? It's all like uh like video files, man. It's like my 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 YouTube shit. I try to get that. I understand that entirely. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Right. So that's it for this week's episode. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. There have been no questions. I've been disappointed, people. So afterwards, go to the YouTube video and put in. Some oh no 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 no! You you look chat. You see Steph's here. I got an idea for a question for Casino. Uh, when you now have control, have you read something from SCP? Wait, I just got an idea for a question for Zeno. When you now have control, have you... Uh, no, I've not. Uh, I only recently found out about it from Loz. Um, I know the principle is pretty much the same. And... Uh, yeah, I think I want to play the game first. But, you know, still, my tirade is to continue, Michelle. Mm -hmm. You should go when the video comes out or if the video is already out if you're watching this on the video put a question in put the question put a question in you lovelies into the comments below on the youtube video so we can talk about it next week mm -hmm. because you know you want to right you want to you want to know what kind of what well, hold on hold on i can't see my obs anymore here we go you want to know what color socks casino is on um oh i mean God. um no, but also, also like the comments on YouTube, we've we've had some amazing like essay comments there, where like there have been really interesting points uh, shining just shine for there. I don't know, um, like if you want to, uh, especially when it comes to like what I love about these comments is that like we're doing this framecast this discussion right now, um, we prepare for it a little bit by looking looking for topics, uh, but a lot of it also comes down to like we're sitting here right now, the room can be really warm, we can be rather tired, or like we can enter the discussion in like a way that we didn't predict and like get stuck up on like one time, one yeah. like side thing. And like if you're like, shit, dude, like you can completely miss that like that entire element of like this topic here, or like you're like, oh my god, I like, like how can you guys not see this? It's like it's really nice, like even if we've offered a point to each other already, but you don't think it's been discussed correctly, like if you offer it in the comments and we take a look at it next week, it's like we have a fresh take. Yeah. And most of the time, having a fresh take and a second look at it and having a nice sleep over it might be like i see what i see what we missed there so like yeah if you want to throw it in there um yeah uh, i also i also feel that it's important let's give you the opportunity to feel if you see a lovely topic that you think oh this would be good for a framecast talk please feel free to put it in the comments and we will review it um on the sunday before we actually record to make sure that it's uh, you know what's good what's not good so you know if you see something that you like us to talk about you know Send it to us, and we may actually talk about it. Yeah. Are we going to sign off now, or are you going to read the question that's in chat? Well, we'll copy the chess question for next week. Right. Boom. So, signing off now. This is the Framecast episode 45. 
You can catch us live over on twitch.tv slash Michelle Postma. Link in the description. And on Tuesdays, typically mm -hmm. around 7 p.m. BST, 2 p.m. ET. It's EDT right now, so I just say ET. It's just Eastern um, time. Yeah, I know. It's so much easier. Um, Shazbot. Uh, and you'll find it on YouTube 24 hours later at youtube.com slash postmalonegames. You should actually put a link in Twitch chat whenever we bring that up. Seriously. I, I mean, there's then, there's just like a link down below. Pe people can find it. No, but if they're on the YouTube... Oh, wait. Yeah, because I'm seeing something else. Yeah. And yeah. if you want to see any of the crap that I do, because I'm full of it, go to youtube.com slash Xenogelion. And last but not least, consider actually supporting either of us on our Patreons, respectively. It's patreon.com slash Michelle Postma and uh, patreon.com slash Xenogallion. I may be looking to move to Subscribestar because Patreon are struggling. So, shall, shall, yeah. shall, shall we swap Patreons for a, for a week or so? Just being like, hey, right now, if you want to support Xenogallion, go to patreon.com slash Michelle Postma. If you want to support Xenogallion, if you want to support me, go to patreon.com slash Xenogallion. Wouldn't that be fun? As long right, as I still I'll... get the money <laughs> to pay for my videos to be edited, sure. <laughs> right. right, we'll right. see you next week, guys. Thank you so much for watching. I hope you enjoyed. We will see you next week when Twitch is hopefully still around and you're all fine and yay, and good we things. Kicked off. Maybe, maybe Stadia is down now. We can celebrate the, 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 the fall of another Google product. Go to the place <laughs> of Google+. All right, see you guys around, eh?